I just think Hello that, and welcome oh, to the Carbitrage Podcast, episode 311. I'm Eric Berger, joined as always by my co-host, Ryan Tanetsky. Hi. Hello. Yes. Anyway, so what I was saying, before we do anything else, <laughs> sure. I was on Facebook Marketplace, and I found Dangerous. a... Um, it says a 1.9, which doesn't exist. I think it's actually a 1.8 okay. uh, liter uh, Subaru engine out of like a GC Impreza L base model. Like automatic front-wheel drive, the worst one that you could get. So it's an EJE still, or... I don't know. Okay. Um it is just it's a EJ eighteen is what it is. Okay. Uh, single it, cam though. Single cam. Yep. It's a hundred and twenty five dollars. I think that's one dollar per horsepower, possibly more. Also, are like every single one of those parts unique to that particular engine? Because no, that no. Seems it seems like a really cheap amount of money for a no, running Subaru engine. No, it's actually it's a totally solid engine. Actually, this would be a really good swap for my. GL. If it came with a wiring harness, I would do that. Because oh. um, I don't care about anything else on the GL. Actually, why does it not come with a harness? If you ask actually, me? if the GL, I could use. I could keep my transmission, my like selectable four wheel drive transmission, my GL, and stuff that into it and make as much power and be more reliable. Could you just like bastardize a spark controller on it and put a carb on it and just have it work? Actually, they had a carbureted EJ. Perfect. So that's like actually perfect. Yeah. But anyway, um, it's $125. <laughs> and I was so thinking, I'm like, this, it's like the worst possible EJ. You know, this engine was removed from a perfectly fine GC so they could put like a turbo engine into oh, of it. Of course. Yeah. And so what I was saying was I need to find like a, <laughs> like the worst possible blob I STI, like specifically STI. So it's the STI VIN and stuff that like sans engine and stuff this into it, keep it front wheel drive, keep it auto and then list it on brand trailer, no reserve. Why? I'm really curious what it would sell for because that'd be like the worst Subaru ever. <laughs> like, but it would the also most be desirable body. The but... most desirable, sorry, it'd be the most reliable STI probably ever. Yeah, no, it'd, it'd be like having a, like, like a Laguna Seca Blue E46, like, M3 with, like, a 318i <clears throat> engine like stuffed into it in an automatic transmission because you took the engine and transmission out of the Laguna Seca blue to swap it like E46 into yeah. a track car. Yeah. That's exactly like, that's the equivalent swap. But I saw it was $125. It's so stupid. And I'm like, that yeah, would be that's so cheap. I know it's an extremely cheap engine. If uh, you want to help me go get it, it's in big Lake. Oh, I don't know where that is. Uh, that's where Casey lives. I'm looking at the map and I see one road and it goes straight and then there's a lake. And so that's picture it. Maple Grove and then it's another 20 minutes. On oh, that's not that bad. No, it's actually it's it's 45 minutes from my house. If traffic is light, it's not that bad. But, you know, if yuck. if it's still around next week, I might go rent a Home Depot truck and just stuff that in the back. Oh, it'll fit in the back of the Fiat. Easy. Well, I got stuff in the Fiat. Well, let's take it out. No, fine. Where am I going to put it? I don't know. I put it on the ground in the garage and then just put it back when I'm done. I don't want to do that. <laughs> so, maybe. I don't uh, know. I mean, I'll... I, I, okay. For the purposes of just seeing what it would bring on BAT, I'm about it. I, I, I'm, I'm actually curious about that engine because now I said it out loud. I'm like, God, that actually would be kind of cool to put in my Subaru. I want you to carburate it. Uh, that's a really good idea. Maybe I should take... Uh, oh, man. I need to find a spare multi-point intake manifold for this and see if Trig can make me a carburetor manifold so I can run the IDFs on it. Of course he can. Yeah, that's actually Trig a really good idea. Yeah, it's easily within Can you imagine how snorty and shouty this like five horsepower engine would be while making the tugboat noises? Actually, 
<clears throat> this engine would probably go pretty well with a pair of IDFs on it. Oh, I bet it would actually make pretty good power. Yeah. Like that'd be very good. And you can get the, uh, you could get the, um, oh, if you're wondering what a card, uh, a Weber IDF is, that's the downdraft version of a Weber DCOE. So that's what a Weber IDF is. Very good. Um, but I can get two of those and I could actually cheap out. I can get the uh, MP versions and Chinese knockoffs. Okay. Which like aren't okay. good for a long term reliability. But it'll be fine. It's just it's my Subaru. It doesn't matter. But it sounds quite good. I like okay yeah because like the main issue with my Subaru is everything I have is EFI related. All my fucking problems in my life are EFI related. I was gonna say the main issue with the Subaru is it doesn't work. Yeah, because it's the EFI problem. Right. And if I remove the turbo and remove that EFI problem, it's all good. Yeah. And then you gain some more horsepower with the far better head design on even an EJ two hundred five ear. Sorry, EJ eighteen E. Whatever the hell that thing is. Yeah, because basically I just need to turn it over and just make it start and have spark. But you could probably use the... Does does your current EA spark? Yeah, I've got plenty of spark. Well, then you'll be fine with the carburetor. Yeah, yeah, well, I mean, like, with my my EA engine. But I was thinking, like, if I did the EJ swap, I wonder if that basic of an engine would even have, like, electronic, like, spark management it probably does i'm pretty sure it just has like a distributor but, let's look in the photo um if it has just a distributor i'm in, i'm set but all you have to do is get mega jolt that's it's literally like a 30 dollar standalone spark i've thingy. never personally had to work with that so i don't know anything about that yeah, oh it does you know ha- how to youtube i know but i don't I, I get nervous when it comes to weird shit like that i'm Fine. capable of screwing things up um is there a version of the EA that has, sorry, the EJ that has a distributor? Or are they all yeah, this on this one? might be one no. with it. it. That looks like a distributor right there on the side. See your distributor? Or a... I can't tell. Oh, I should just message him. I'll message him after the podcast. <laughs> okay, fine. Ask him this guy a distributor. Like... <laughs> Here we are just like, yep, this is fine. Yeah, I'll just figure it out later. I'll figure it out later, and then we'll move on with our episode. I have a hams. You have nothing. Uh, oh, we have yeah, a Patreon let's... called patreon.com slash carbotrage. Give us money for beer. Um, Moving on. Just anyway. trying to find my cursor so I can so, talk about the first topic. We're going to talk about our first topic. Your cursor's right it, there. I know. I found it. Thank you. Cool. So uh, two years ago, when I was visiting Florida, which, boy, that's a terrible state, but in Naples, there is a fantastic place, a mecca of petrol heads called the Revs Institute. Yes. Inside this fantastic... My father-in-law wants to take me there. Should I go? tremendous. Okay, maybe I should go with it him. It is tremendous. I think I'm going to go with him in March. the best thing I've done in Florida so far. In this museum, which is fairly Porsche-centric, however, they do have a McLaren F1 and a Bugatti Type 85 and I an like, Auto Union and a I, Mercedes SS. I like important Porsches. My problem is when people have 991 Carrera 4s, mm. black interior on silver. Like, that, that's what that I hate. dentistry office has done well for you, has it? Yeah. And, like, maybe your big thing that you got is you have, like, a set of, like, staggered with crab wheels. Like, that's, like, your big thing. It's one of the 50 pages of options that you can go through. It's one of those. Yeah. And yeah. there's, like, a bunch of random options and nobody cares about it. You've got, like, Sport Chrono and an automatic transmission. Like, oh, but I, I paid for the blue stitching of my piping. No, my you seats. didn't pay for that. Nope. It's just Sport Chrono on a Carrera 4 with an automatic mm. transmission. <sighs> That's what I don't care about. So anyway, all the Porsches when it in comes to cool Porsches, I do care. They're they're like yeah, actual good, significant things. But you you would love that place. There's like old pre-war French stuff. Very good. There's a That's real what I'm here Type Thirty Five. There's old like blown Mercedes race cars, real ones. 
old like uh, anyway I'll let you experience it for yourself but in this museum downstairs as you're almost done there is a Fiat 600 Abarth oh very good that isn't even roped off so you can just go up to this thing and as I'm sure most of our viewers will remember Top Gear popularized the knowledge of this particular vehicle for a couple reasons during the launch of the 2012 Fiat 500 Abarth yeah it's a it's a, it's actually a, a Barth TCR 1000. I'm looking at it. Whatever. Anyway, so for the sake of this thing that I'm going to segue into the topic with, it's a Fiat 600 of Barth. Yes. This thing was insane because when Fiat took this very, very pedestrian 600 and they put this enormous powertrain in it, mm-hmm. they couldn't keep it cool. So they literally just welded the boot lid open and turned it into basically a duckbill spoiler. So oh, yes. I have seen that. Yeah. It was always exposed. Um. They also have the Porsche that made the Skyline famous for being passed by yes, yes, the they Skyline do. 2000. Yes, yes. they do. Mm-hmm. That's there. my favorite car. I saw it. Yeah. Anyway, there's going to be a new 600 Abarth, and I love Fiat. I love oh, that's quite good. And everything. However, <clears throat> I have some problems. Okay. Uh, one, it's front-wheel drive, and this image clearly shows the rear wheels of this vehicle power sliding and kicking up dust. Uh, but th- the main one is this is a 600 Abarth, and the boot lid is not welded up. It has a closed boot lid that I think you could store things in. So I think they should have picked a different name. This is kind of like the Mustang Mach-E for me instead of the Galaxy. I mean, It's a good product, but like 600 Abarth should have the engine lid Does it, does it do open. anything else silly? <clears throat> That's purple. Does it have four-wheel steering? No, it's just purple. 240 horsepower, electric. They call it a crossover, but it's cool. It's 240 hatchback. horsepower? Yeah. That's it? It's electric. It's a lot. I mean, it's like 350 foot-pounds, but yeah. Spicy spicy electric, but I mean... Eh. Can you not lean the seats forward? I don't, I, well, it's Italian still, so I'm guessing it's like a bread van. I'm wondering if like maybe the back seat is not there. The thing is, like... The details are sparse at this point, but... <clears throat> I, I have faith, because it's a Barth, but, like, historically, every single Abarth has been silly. Mm-hmm. Like, even the ones we have don't have mufflers at all. Correct. Like, there's silly things on them. I mean, this is purple, but, like, if that's all it's got, really? That's a little... Uh, huh. That's a little... Hmm. But, Ryan, the boot lid is closed. Yeah, well, so, th- I... I understand that, and because you know, like safety requirements in 1970s Italy versus safety requirements in 2024 United States are very different. But why? Because they would like people to live through car accidents for some reason. I don't. I don't either. If I don't. You're going to be rules. stupid enough to make a car crash. You should die in it. I mean, I've been in accidents, but I crash. mean, you should be responsible for your actions. There's always an element of negligence. Um. Yes. So, huh. I don't know about that. Uh, jury's out for me. Ooh, they also have a Dutch of a Sahara there. Ooh, very good. That's oh, the yes, twin they do. engine. The, you were going to love the Revs Institute. Um, the Maserati Tipo oh. Birdcage. <clears throat> yeah. Baby. I have a huge photo album of everything there, too, that I took. Yeah, I remember in hindsight that you did tell me about that. Um, it was tremendous. Wow. Shit. This does have with... a mechanical limited slip differential. Uh, I should go with Jim. That's pretty good. That'd be a fun time with my father-in-law. There's a, there's a compact Fiat with oh, 20 wheels. Oh, shit. You buried the fucking lead at the Revs Institute. They have the 1950 Cadillac Le Monstre. Great. Are you yeah. familiar with this? I'm sure I saw it. Uh, new I'd, tab, please. Uh, fine. 1960 Cadillac Le Monstre. It's in French, so you'll figure it out. M-O-N-S-T-R-E. It's separate. separate word. It's Cadillac the Monster. 
Tiari. It is a rebodied 1950 Cadillac Series 62 that raced at Le Mans. It's incredible. It's an aluminum body I on just, that giant car. I just don't care. It's so cool. That's not cool. It's extremely cool. Yeah, You're wrong. Cool. You just don't have, you have no reference to how awesome this is. If it's at the Revs Institute, I'm sure it's significant. But it's, yeah. a, it's a factory hot rod that was designed by hot rodders to run in Le Mans. I was more interested in the passively thermosiphon cooled like pre-war French cars that were there. Yes, those are very cool. I just don't care about this. So, but this is, it's a hot rod. You, all right. So hot rodding got big during the war, oh, right? Let me put this on the screen for people to see. Hot rodding got big <clears throat> during the war because it was like a, a nascent little hot rod culture making cars go faster. And then like all these people like were in the air force and mm-hmm. like were around like airplanes. And, like, oh yeah. And they had big surplus. Engines. I'm like, Oh, we can just bolt that into a car. Well, it, a lot of <laughs> the things that made an airplane was the thing was, is a lot of these airplanes like doubled horsepower during the war. So like, the Spitfire had 850 horsepower in 1941. The Spitfire, by 1945, had 2,500 horsepower. So they were hot-rodding these airplanes. And so a lot of these people were doing this with cars, right? Mm-hmm. And so this was a culture that was American uh, of like modifying things, and that spread to the British and French servicemen as well. So when this came out, this was designed to be like a hot rod that would race in France. And so if you look, it is five carburetors. I do see one in the center. There's five carburetors in it. It is a Cadillac V8, which was the first overhead valve V8 that was sold in America uh, post-war. It has a three-speed manual transmission, if I'm not mistaken. It's rear-wheel drive. has drum brakes. It is effectively still a Cadillac Series 62, but with all the heavy shit on a 62 removed and this hilarious body put on. That's an extremely cool vehicle. I think your opinion's wrong. This is cool and interesting. That's fine. I just don't care. It's like... Uh, it's it's like The a, only thing cool about it is the five carburetors. It's like a, uh, a, like a trog car. Uh, the Race of Gentlemen. Like, also, look, it's a Le Mans car that doesn't have seatbelts. Well, I mean, it's of the era. Not that era. You could put seatbelts in well, a car you back could, then. But why would you? <laughs> this is a car. Access. Well, this is a car where everything was safety last. They were forced to add that rearview mirror. They, well, they they gave you a, you know a little rollover protection. Yes, that here. was your rollover protection. Yeah, <laughs> but uh, I'm sure you'll stay firmly in the seat. It'll be fine. It's very good. I I love Le Monster. This is so great. Fun. You're gonna have a great time. At I'm the so excited. Yep, I'm definitely going. Anyway, continue on with your thing about no, the little Italian car. I already complained. They've ruined the Fiat 600 name. I'm jury's out for me. I think you're probably going to be right, but I'm still in hopes that maybe there's some goofy thing going on with it. I mean, it's purple. It has a limited slip diff. Do they have any interior photos of it? No. Maybe it doesn't have a passenger seat or something. I hope you're right. I really want it to have something ridiculous. I hope so. Because, I mean, yeah, to your point, even, like, the the newer Fiat products are still like, really? <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, like, when, when they made the 124 or Barth, they still did silly things on that. Like, yeah, they were limited, I guess, by Mazda a little bit, but yes. But they still did, like, no. well, and that's what a Barth is. They do silly things with an existing car. Why don't you so. just turbocharge our engine? No, we're going to make ours fit. Yep, ours will just work in that. But um, you're going to have to use our transmission. Oh, we made a new block. So, speaking of... <laughs> car enthusiast and my little thing on hot rodders 
Um, cars, when you're going to use that car, it's probably not going to be on a racetrack. It's probably going to be like on the road. And that's also probably why the Fiat Abarth 600 Abarth is going to be more reasonable because it's going to be meant to be driven on the road by normal people. But I'm sure there'll be some silly mode that like doubles torque be. or something, or like maybe there'll be like a, like a differential lock or something <laughs> silly. Um, the door handles are made out of actual scorpion tails. Ow! Yeah, exactly. It'd be great. Like it'd be hilarious. Yeah, like yeah, like you're like bleeding and dying because like they put a poisonous scorpion tail There's on the door an handle. There's in the glove box. Yeah, don't which... worry. You have to replace it every time you get in the car. Your leg will never be the same. Um, <laughs> Well, here's, here's hoping, huh? So I'm wondering why, like, because we're both, like, civil engineering nerds. We love that stuff. Scott certainly Scott is. certainly is. Scott yeah. is deeply a civil engineering nerd. <laughs> and I'm wondering, why aren't more car enthusiasts interested in civil engineering? Because they sh- certainly complain about it all the time. I have no idea. Like, all these car enthusiasts, quote-unquote, that live in, like, Dallas, where there's no state income tax and the roads are all garbage and they're in terrible condition. I'm like, why do you not care? Yeah. Like, this is inhibiting you from your hobby. Well, it's like, car enthusiasts, they fight putting in, like, light rails and buses. I'm like, because you want to queue in traffic behind 500 crossovers? No, like get the people that have no interest in driving a better option. Yeah, and get so them out they, of your way. Yeah. Oh my god. So I'm just I'm. It's just like it's so baffling to me because I know they all played the, like SimCity when they were a kid. Everybody oh, played yeah. SimCity. I do LGR recap. Yeah, like three thousand. I was. So I have that queued up. I'm ready to watch it. So good. Um, but like I still play like I'll have like a bender of playing City Skylines for like an entire weekend. If That's I, the only way to play it. Yeah, yeah. like because you you go like you're like I'm gonna play City Skylines. Oh, Ring the bell. Uh, I'm going to play City Skylines for, like, about 10 minutes, I tell myself. And then 12 hours later, yep. I'm like, fuck, I have things I wanted to do today. Well, the city's progressing so well, I can't just pause. Yeah, like, I need, to, one second. I, oh, no, there's crime. I have to no, deal with this. No, I, I need to put this park here. I need to figure out the best place to put this park because there's no park in this neighborhood. And everybody has to drive. It's fucking up traffic because people are going to drive across town to the dog park. I need to find a park. Like, that's how I am with City Skylines. But anyway, I digress, as we usually do. No, um, Carpetrash is not. Yeah, we never, we've never digressed, ever. Um, but, yeah, I, like, it just doesn't make sense to me that people are into cars and not, like, the thing that you use the car on. Like, have you ever heard of a car person that doesn't have a strong opinion about tires? No, well, no, because people are bullshitting if they say you're a car person and you don't have an opinion. About exactly. That. Why would you not have a, a similar opinion about the thing your tires are car on? Car people that I meet typically are like very anti cycling, very anti ambulatory. But that's the thing is like, yeah, they're anti that, but they have no interest in city planning or in civil engineering. Right. Well, they don't understand, they don't care about how the road is made. But that kind of goes hand in hand, right? Because like the people that are like pro multimodal are the people that do care about city engineering. Well, that's and true. But so I mean, like, like even then, like, but why? Would, why does that entire ethos? Yeah, why does know? that happen? Where it's like, <laughs> I care deeply about this car. I care deeply because like people that love hiking care about national parks. Yeah, I've seen their license plates and their Subarus and their type of sandals. Yeah, people that like eating food care about cooking. Yeah, that's true. People that like beer care about breweries. Why don't car people care about roads? I don't know, but they really don't. 
It doesn't make sense to me. No, that really doesn't. Like, because I'm just like, it just, <laughs> it, it's it's like beyond like okay, like even if like you have strong opinions against intermodal transportation, <clears throat> like you would you would still think that car people would be able to like have a strong opinion about why a roundabout may be better than a stop sign in a location. Yeah, that is really strange. Or why a overpass would be better than having train tracks go over the road. Yeah, like, love, love it doesn't make sense to me. Like, that's just something that's just, like, blows my mind. Yeah, I can't even think of, like, a fringe reason that, like, I'm sure I'm just not seeing it. Like, that would be yeah, a question no, like, I'd actually have to ask. I, like, I'm actually, I'm going to start asking people. So I'm like, why don't car <clears throat> people care about civil engineering? Like, why don't you care about why roads are made? So this, these are perfect questions to ask when we Turo that 2.0T Macan and get a bunch of Porsche regalia and we go to like big <laughs> Porsche events. talk to people. About- Why don't you care about roads? <laughs> <laughs> well, that's the thing. Is I, don't, I don't want to make civil engineering have any more of a... <laughs> any more resistance or spite. Yeah, or- like I, I don't want to have any like more of like a negative connotation with car people. It's like I think car people should genuinely care about it. I think they do, even though they aren't aware that they I, Yeah, do. and that's the thing. is like, It's one of those things that's like, if people say they don't care about tires, they'll still give you an opinion about tire. Michelin. Yeah, like, people, like every car person has a tire they care about. And oil. Yeah, oil, exactly. And oil fucking does not matter. Like, well, the road actually... In 2024, any oil you buy in America will work for 90% of cars. Now, in 1990... That was not true. That's what I'm saying. It's the quality of oil at this point. Is it has gotten, gotten to a much point better. Where it's like, unless you have like a brand new like performance car, then it matters. The interval is what really matters. Yeah, but like the quality, whatever brand oil. I can go, yeah. I can go to Holiday and buy oil and do an oil change with Holiday oil or an oil change with like... And the same thing's true of tires. Yeah. and The I, worst tire now is so much better than the best tire in 1990. Yeah, so, exactly. Yes, you're right. But like... Intervals are anyway. Yeah, but anyway, <clears throat> the thing is, is, like again, perfect example. Car people have opinions about the dumbest <laughs> shit, except for the one thing that matters is where is the car being used. Because like on also, the road. also civil engineering. Like, hey, why can't I build a racetrack next next to my house? That is a direct civil engineering problem. Because of NIMBYs. Because yeah, you're like okay, I want to. I'd like to build this racetrack. Out in the sticks, where people aren't going to be bothered. You mean in the exurb, where they're going to be building buying like a farm and yeah. building something? Mm-hmm. Why don't you find a super fund where nobody's ever going to want to live and build your racetrack there? Yeah, you're gonna well, you're gonna want to go somewhere that has no natural appeal at all. Yeah, no, like a gr- oh, that quarry, perfect. It, yeah, that's a great spot for a racetrack, like old airport, like old radar base, like mm-hmm. things like that. Those are where you put a racetrack. Like, super fun sites are a perfect example because that's a place where you're never going to have to deal with NIMBYs. And if, like, car people actually, like, cared about civil engineering and, like, understood, like, had, like, a, an opinion about urban planning in any way other than, like, like, if they actually wanted to learn about it like they do with, like, other car things, then they'd be able to go, ah, oh, man, actually, 
you know what would be a really good place to set up our our autocross day is that abandoned Kmart parking lot off of 35E. That'd be a perfect spot. It actually would be a great spot for autocross. <laughs> like, something like that. Like as opposed to like, yeah, we're gonna go out to the suburbs. Like, no, dude, you're not gonna go to the suburbs where people care. You're gonna go to a bad neighborhood. Where there's no there's no housing by it either. Yeah, there's a high there's a highway there's and a, a railroad and a Wendy's. And, and a Wendy's. And a Wendy's, yeah. Mainly the Wendy's. And, and then a neighbor a very, very, very affordable neighborhood all around it no it's all commercial you don't get to across the highway across the highway that's what i mean i was like it's an extremely affordable neighborhood there so it's like that's where that is where you have an autocross day where nobody's gonna care yep that's gonna be fine hey that kind of sounds like traffic but more trafficy yeah exactly like that's fine and so (laughs) things like this is like that's what i mean like i'm it just blows my mind that i think the problem might be the kind of locked down nature and mindset of those same car people though. Yeah. Because they're so factionalized in everything to do with their vehicle. That, yeah. that element of open critical thinking and knowledge gathering that's needed for that's, something like that's city true. Planning but there's also there. a lot of open thinking, open mindedness and critical thinking of fuel injection systems and car people will still do mental gymnastics to tell you why a carburetor is better beyond the fact that I just like it more would be just a totally reasonable reply. But there aren't that many car people that will do the, the, but you're wrong fuel injection argument with issues on the road. Like there's so many more people that are just so complacent and I don't care. Well, that's the thing is like, there are people that are complacent. I don't care. But what I'm saying is like it, what I'm saying, like as far as the subject goes, yeah, like it's just that this is just a black hole for car people. Oh yeah. Where it's like you can it's you could <laughs> you could literally have the strongest wrong opinion. And but you have none. You have no opinion. That's true. <laughs> like that's the thing is like you just say I want to drive my car. Okay, cool. Where? I I don't like bicycle lanes. Okay, cool. Why? I don't like bicycles in my way. Because that you used may- to be two car lanes, now it's one. And but like the thing is is like you could like still have a bullshit opinion right. that like no, to your point, you I get it. quote like, unquote did your research to figure out but like you haven't done even done the research like <laughs> i would prefer an argument that's based on like like little wrong to facts. no wrong information <laughs> yeah. to have a counter argument like versus... I, I, I would like it i would like you to like be able to like give me a counter argument like i want you to i want you to be enabled to be wrong <laughs> And have an option other than because I don't like it. Because oh. even though because I don't like it is the correct response, I would like you to be able to enable yourself to do more. But the problem that. is they're just going to come back with that one answer. It's like, oh, it's because I don't like it. And the it. other thing is, is like when you, if you do have any civil engineering knowledge as a car person, when you go to a city council meeting and you do pitch that automotive thing that you want. Yeah. You can now use the correct language to describe that and how that helps everybody. But everyone with a pickup truck, a car enthusiast, is going to be like, well, I just don't like that. And that's yeah, and not that's, really a very productive counter argument. No, and that's the thing. is like That's not a productive counter argument at all. And there's a reason that the carburetor doesn't exist in a modern vehicle because that was the only argument you had for why a carburetor was good. But like, <laughs> it's cheap, it's simple, and I like it. Yeah, that, that's it. Like, okay, cool. But is this good for, the, for emissions? No. But like that's what a metered fuel garden hose isn't as efficient yeah. as fuel. It, but like the thing is, like when it comes to, like city, like, when it comes to, like city planning, is like these are these are all topics where you can actually have really do an anti bike opinion and actually like as long as you 
can come up with an opinion. You can still debatably do your car thing. It turns so, into politics. Yeah. I which, just think, which is fine. Yeah. yeah I just think that like also inevitably there will be a certain number of car people. Like if you have a hundred thousand car people that do not like bicycles and do not like bicycle lanes and then they like get into urban planning, they'll go, Hmm, I actually like these bicycle lanes. It keeps bicyclists out of my lane. It puts them onto a side road. Full this is brilliant. Circle back. It's like they should care because it gets the bad drivers that make all of your driving experiences bad. Yeah. Off the road. Yeah. Like it all full circle. It goes right back to this makes everything better for you by understanding and being interested in civil engineering. Like government trying to take away my car. The try yeah, trying to take, take away my car, putting roundabouts everywhere. And then you go, Oh man, that stoplight actually was worse. We don't have to stop anymore. Yeah, this is great. At all. Ever. Like now we can have a real roundabout put in here instead of one of those little like and all the people that things in the middle of a normal in the wrong spot. Yeah, they're like in a bus now. Yeah, cool. This is great actually. Now I can raise the speed limit because there's no cars parked on the side of the road, and now instead of my speed limit being 15 on the side road, it's 25. That's cool. Now when I'm driving 45, it's not <laughs> against the law. <laughs> like, it, or it's not against it's not a felony. That's what I should say. It is still against the law. It's not a felony. <laughs> and it's less unsafe because your sight lines are much better. I mean, still in residential, you probably don't need to go that fast. But yeah, I get still, what you're saying. You know, you know what I mean? Like you could still yes. do your mental gymnastics it, to have your argument for why your car is better. It all cascades <laughs> in a very positive and like trajectory it's, for everyone. Yeah, like car people are, will be happier understanding civil engineering. And people are going to people that don't like driving are going to get where they want to go faster, more effectively, cheaper. Yeah. And it's, don't have to own a it car. It benefits everyone if you're interested. And like you don't have oh, to have man. the same... This is sounding pretty communist now. I, know, I don't right? know, Ryan. <laughs> What's wrong with us having communist beliefs? Uh, um, oh, God. I just realized I uh, did not put in another topic after uh, your next topic. I'm going to do one real quick. Well, you got one at the end. We can always go out of order. Yes, too, we can. But... I'll figure it out. Don't worry. <laughs> anyway, you do your next thing. <laughs> All right. Oh, okay. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I kind of forgot why I even named this episode the way I did. So I am not immediately charge for a daily. We can edit it. Sometimes we come up with a better one while the actual episode is going. Um, I'm not imminently looking for a new daily driver yet. However, there were a couple things that got brought to my attention this week for new stuff that is electric that might be something down the pipe. I might want to buy certified in a year or two. I don't know. The first one being a car that actually we can't even get here, so this one's not as relevant. But it proves to me that BMW can still make a product that I might viably want. Yeah. So their new electrified 5 Series estate is actually a pretty solid little thing, as it should be. BMW has been making production electric vehicles for more than 10 years at this point. Oh, my God, they have, yeah. Yeah, the i3 has been around for more than 10 years at this point. And that was a heat pump, super efficient, composite-based, fun-to-drive rear-wheel drive EV. Yeah. Fantastic. No, actually quite good. Literally all they've done is trip upstairs the entire time since, which that company is just getting progressively better at doing. But I have to say, like, the shape isn't bad on this. It doesn't have buck teeth. It's a wagon. You can get it as rear-wheel drive, although, let's be real, it's going to be all-wheel drive because EV stuff. Yeah. But. It's 82 kilowatt hours. Did you know that 90% of EVs sold in the state of Minnesota are all-wheel drive? I mean, it doesn't surprise me, but no, I didn't know that. I, I, I heard that at NPR today. 
And like the whole reason for me even buying the Model S dual motor is like I just was able to get rid of two vehicles and get one. So that was kind of nice for daily usage. But like if my next vehicle and I have the choice in a used car, which I likely won't, if I have the choice between rear wheel drive and all wheel drive, boy, that's going to be tough. Because yeah, four or five days a year where there's two feet of snow on my unplowed street, I might not be able to get to work. However, I think the rest of the year, it's still worth having nicer steering you know, and better efficiency. With how much global warming we have, where we realistically, we have no snow, and it is February uh, 10th when we're recording this. Yeah. Um, I call that a snow day if you can't get to work, because that's not going to be a consistent thing where you cannot Correct. get to work. That's yep. going to be a, maybe a one and done thing Correct. where you use a sick day. And Congratulations. You just got a day off from work. And I can work remotely very effectively. Yep, that so is just fine. I still think I would lean rear wheel drive because I, yeah, I don't want to be part of the the mass demographic that owns a pickup because, oh, two times a year, it's actually really nice to have a bed where I can haul something. Where the rest of the year, you're getting 20 miles to the gallon. You're driving something that's horrendous on fuel. It's killing pedestrians, all this other stuff. So anyway, that's a huge digression. But this product, if it was sold here, honestly, at that price point, I would consider it so i'm just really i guess i don't even know if i'm upset that this isn't coming here because there's going to be a future product that they will bring here that's hopefully going to be better looking more efficient i'd be bummed i want that i mean i do too because it's an electric wagon that looks pretty okay and it has great specs on paper i mean 82 kilowatt hours is 33 percent more energy than i'm used to dealing with currently and i guarantee that thing's more efficient going down the road than my current car and also it's as much as Tesla. I'm not in love with the BMW brand these days, it's a hell of a lot better than Tesla. Well, you know, that's the thing, is it is a extremely low bar at which you are trying to achieve. Correct, but it's also a really specific bar, unfortunately. I've got a list in my phone of things that I need on a new daily driver. Let me read it to you. Yes, please tell me, weird. actually. Next vehicle needs. It needs to be a wagon or a hatchback. Okay. Rear-wheel drive or all-wheel drive. Right. Cannot have a transmission. Okay. No athermic polarized windshield, which is a big freaking deal because they block GPS. And a lot of stuff I do in my yeah, car uh, needs uh, GPS. Uh. And a lot of these have that. Uh, it needs to be able to prioritize cabin heat in the winter over systems heat when I'm preheating it. Because the Tesla right now, if I leave Ooh. it plugged in, takes uh -uh. two hours to preheat when it's 40 below. Yikes. If I leave it unplugged, it takes 20 minutes. Uh -uh. So That's dumb. stupid. Uh, it needs to have a non-ferrous body. So composite yep, or aluminum. Iron. Yeah, iron I don't want it to rust. It needs to have a heated steering wheel. It needs to have the availability or an option for a trailer hitch, and it needs to have a heat pump. Huh. Currently, no vehicle exists that yeah, satisfies no, that, all that. Yeah, that, no, that's a very reasonable list. The, the uh, non-GPS blocking windshield is one that actually got me. I was not aware of that being a thing. Only Autopilot 1 Teslas and, like, the Porsche Taycan have it still. A lot of other luxury cars have it too because they do keep the noise down. Yeah. But a lot of cars have a. You see that like purple hue in the windshield sometimes. Oh. That's a thermic. God, I hate, I like the purple hue. It also blocks. You know those little car wash tags that they put on the outside yeah. of the windshield. It will block those from working. That's hilarious. On the outside of the glass. Why? I don't know. But it blocks signal. The guy at Mister is like, oh yeah, this happens on a lot of Cadillacs and Mercedes and Teslas. Mm. I'm like, okay, so. What's the upside to this? Also, it blocks radar detectors. Which, that's awful. Well, it's, you can get a license plate mounted one. You can, yeah. but I just didn't. Huh. But, I mean, it's, it's a big problem. And yeah, no, that sucks. 
So anyway, I'm going to have some really weird conversations with salespeople at some point yeah, in no, the future. You're going to be the worst person in the world. Yeah. You are not getting a deal on any car. I will apologize in advance and bring them their favorite beer, but uh, it's going to be a it's going to be a painful experience for them. So so I want to talk about actually GM has a vehicle that's almost identical to that that's coming out in China. Okay. It is uh, called the Wuling. Look at this. This is called the Wuling Starlight Wagon. Does it's, it come with the Volk knockoffs? Uh, I think so. Wow. And the roof rack is an optional uh, accessory. Well, I don't care for that. But uh, look at this thing. It's yeah. beautiful. Yes. And it's based off of an existing car called Wuling Starlight, wow. apparently. Uh, GM apparently owns Wuling. I did not know that. Yep. TIL, or at least has a semi partnership with it. Wow. That's a great looking car. Great name, too, Starlight. That is such a good name. I um, agree. This is fantastic. Yep. Also, this not coming here. Difficult. We are not getting it. <laughs> well, thanks for at least breaking my hopes early. Yep. Um, it is <laughs> EV or PHEV. Okay. Uh, which is incredible. Uh, you'll also like, if you just Google like what a Wuling Starlight is, it looks incredible as well. That website must have so much shit running on it. Cause it's, like, yeah, Autocar India is a very uh, difficult website. Anyways, to keep talking. This uh, yeah. will load eventually. Um, you could, I have hit enter, but... Let's see. You could also possibly just close the other site. <laughs> Maybe we'll just do that. Cause yeah. <laughs> uh, I love Autocar India. It's uh, Also, if you want a really, really good Instagram... <laughs> This is a Ryzen 5 with 32 gigs of RAM and two 3070s in it, and it is having difficulty closing a tab. Wow, that's crazy. <clears throat> anyway, um, that's weird. My computer did not do that. Well, you have a Ryzen 7 or 9, don't you? You have a yes, 9? Yes, I have a Ryzen 9. Yeah, that's much better. Oh, well. You have a pleb processor, that's why. Yeah, well, I, bu- I, I built this for the podcast. Well, that's true. Um, <laughs> Fact- anyway. Factual, sir. Wow, it's falling on its face. Uh, Holy hell. Well, <laughs> it seems to be recording still. Yep. No, the stream's fine. That's good. Well, just it'll be fine. You know, we'll um, get there. Anyway, so um, <laughs> if you want a really good Instagram to go to, go actually, Autocar India's Instagram is very good automotive autism. We've looked at it is so from there. Good. Yeah. Which of these images would you like? Any one. Just, just now that we have the car here, you can see that it is in fact gorgeous looking. Oh, this looks just like the. I uh, wouldn't. The, uh, it's a knockoff of the EV6. Kind of. It looks just like the EV6. But it's a GM product. Right. Um, it's quite good. So you can't steal it. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. Don't care really. Because <laughs> it's in China. Like I'm not gonna get it. But it's that, so good. That back end is literally yeah, I, it looks just like it looks, like, it looks like EV6 yeah. But um, no, it's a great looking car. And now there's a wagon that's being pitched in China, which is that thing looked fantastic. Why was that not coming here? And why doesn't GM hate us? I don't know. But they gave us the the Tour X. They're still not going to give us a wagon. Why does nobody <laughs> give us wagons except Mercedes? Well, they gave us a Tour X. They gave it to us automatic. And with cladding, which we yeah. had to undo. <laughs> you had to take off the cladding <laughs> and make it. And then you're still stuck on the automatic wagon. <clears throat> then you right. had to buy all the Vauxhall badges from Europe. It's a bunch of fucking around. Um, but anyway. We, we like doing we're not We're not getting out. that here. It has real door handles, too, which I love. I do like that. Oh, did uh, I, I didn't mention the price. The starting price, the absolute base price for this is $12,000. They that eat. has to be a conversion for a country nope. or something that we don't. That's Chinese yuan to okay. U.S. dollars. Okay. The stripper model is like 1970s stripper model spec. Oh, excellent. Like, you get nothing. But it's $12,000 for is, a sedan or yeah. a wagon. That's a lot of vehicle. 
Yep. With electrification. Oh, well, you said it's Fev 2, but... That's something... You could sell me <clears throat> the base model of this if you get through Crash Test as a Buick <laughs> for $20,000, and I'd be more than happy. Yeah. Like, $12,000, fucking great. Base model sedan that looks that good with, like... I, I, I guess it would have to have AC because it has to cool oh, yeah. the battery. So it has to have AC. That's the only thing I care about. I mean, it, I'm sure it'll have heat as well. That would be important. Oh, yeah. And but maybe like, that's not necessarily steel, a given. Yeah, steel steel wheels, <laughs> but with cloth seats, manually adjustable cloth seats. And then you no have, radio. Yeah, like no radio. Oh, that would be so good. Yeah. Oh, an EV with give no me, radio. Give me like, the most mm. basic EV for 20 grand. Like, you will make an extra eight grand on me. And then actually at 20 grand can be eaten up by the tax credit and then you could just sell it for normal MSRP. We'd have to make it here, but yeah, they could do that, I'm sure. Yeah. You've got some factories that aren't doing anything. Tool them. Yeah. Perfect. Like GM. This would solved be, your problem. You make jobs, you make sales. This is something I want. But that it, wagon you showed me earlier, I know that's so a good tab. You, I you could just close, probably but. wooing Starlight Wagon and just have the Google tab be up here. Yeah, it's better than clicking on the... Uh, there you India. go. Oh, yeah. it's so good. Oh, that was Motor 1. That wasn't Autocar oh. India. That was Motor 1 that was giving you those troubles. Good Lord. What it's a, so good. That's fantastic. I want that. I also do. That's a perfect... It, that would be the newest... That'd be the only GM product I've ever purchased after my birthday. That was made after I was born. <laughs> Because my Buick was a 1989, so and Jana's Buick is a 61, so this would be the by far the newest GM product I'd be interested in. I, I would absolutely it looks love it. Stunning! It looks it's fantastic. so good. Yeah, even with like it, it put like some like whatever size steel wheels on it with no hubcaps, and I'd be fine. Yeah, I'll just I'll put the knockoff Volks on it myself. Yeah, it's fine. Like it was so great. I'm in love with this car. I'm I. Almost mad I can't get it. Wuling makes... I, that might be my favorite not-Japanese manufacturer right now. I mean, I was today years old when I figured out that GM had any involvement in Wuling. Yeah. Um, oh, me too. It's just so good. But it's because Wuling makes great vehicles. Have you seen the Wuling Sunshine? Mm, I've seen the Wuling Mini. They make a, a tiny minivan called a Wuling Sunshine. It's so good. Okay, so it's not electric. It's just adorable. It's just great. Yeah, you can get it in Forza. <laughs> I'm fine. Everything's okay. Anyway, back to the Wuling Starlight wagon. But what I'm saying is everything Wuling makes is gold. Why is everything we click on, that second half of that little caption there, but not for America? Because it's all from, the, it's the same story. Is that we're not getting it. Anyway, I want to talk about something we are getting then. Yes. So, on the topic of these fantastic EV hatchbacks and wagons, mm -hmm. I really am not a fan of Porsche. I know neither are you, mainly because of the owners. doesn't matter. So, yes. the Porsche Taycan Sport Turismo, not technically a wagon, more of a shooting brake, but it's effectively a wagon. I didn't care Do about have a woody the first one. Of uh, you could wrap it to be one. No, that's not made of wood. No, it's not wood. I don't want it. Well, it, that would be non-Ferris. That would qualify. That would qualify as would qualify under my captions. <laughs> so anyway, I completely ignored the first-gen Sport Turismo, even though it's a great-looking car, I think, personally, yeah. because it has an automatic transmission. The okay. second-gen does not. So this is now something I could plausibly look at. It also has an enormous battery. It's 104 kilowatt-hours usable, as far as I can gather. 
And Isn't it's, the body made of iron? I don't. Uh, parts of it are, but they even are on a Model S. Like the A pillars are still high strength steel. So I mean, the the wheel well areas are, the and the rockers, rust. those parts I'm paying well, attention. How do, what do they do <clears throat> with the steel and aluminum touching? It's bonded. How are they bonded with what? It's separated by epoxy. Somehow what? that works. Okay. Mm-hmm. You just don't want to touch it all. I know. Yeah. But they've figured that out because, I mean, it's fine. Jaguar's been doing it for God knows how many years. They're not all aluminum. They're still steel in those. Hmm. Z8's the same way. Anyway, I digress. This, I, be- I, I will have to look into, but I believe there's enough non-ferrous in there where it would qualify. Do you want to know of the criteria that I just listed there what this for sure doesn't do? And it's one of the odd ones. So your criteria again? Criteria. Just quit. Just Wagon or hatchback. Yep. Rear all-wheel drive. No yep. transmission. No athermic windshield. Prioritize cabin heat over whatever yep. systems control. Non-ferrous body. Heated steering wheel. Trailer hitch and heat pump. Does this have a transmission? No. Heat pump. Has a heat pump. You cannot get a trailer hitch a for a trailer Tycon. hitch. You cannot get an aftermarket one. You can't get That's a first-party one. That is a very good sign. I want a trailer hitch. God I know, damn it. but that's that means there's aluminum where the trailer hitch should go. Yeah, probably. Which is good for your non-ferrous thing. Yeah, but the Model S I can get a trailer hitch for. That's all aluminum. Just has a bunch more bolts over a bigger area. Huh? I could you. <clears throat> Could you move the rear hatch and put a fifth wheel back there? So here's the thing. There's a factory <laughs> accessory for at least the first-gen Sport Turismo yeah. only for the wagonish one. Yeah. Literally, there's plastic things that fold down in the back of the vehicle, and there's enormous twist-lock pipes that go in that hold a bike rack. So you probably could do the MR2 Spider thing where you just mill gigantic billet pieces to twist into that, and then you have a trailer <laughs> hitch. So it probably would be okay, and it's not something I'm necessarily going to rule out until I know for sure. But, yeah, I think you're probably right. It's just because there's got to be some limitation, either space-wise or structural-wise, why nobody's done it. That's so strange. But anyway, it's weird to me, because as far as I can tell, that's the only thing on my list that that wouldn't do. That is just the most bizarre thing. It's also like a $110,000 base, so I don't really know if I care. But that's a lot of money. I don't know if I want a car payment that's tripled my mortgage. But, I mean, they are fantastic-looking things. I, huh. I don't really want to be a Porsche person, but, you know, whatever actually ends up working for my needs is what I'm going to end up buying. Well, I have a brand that you might be interested in, possibly. Tell me more, Ryan, about the brand I might be interested in. They're called Tata. I do know Tata. So, we know the Tata Nano. We sure do. That was a flop. Yep, it was. It's terrible. But Tata has actually turned into a car company that makes uh, vehicles that aren't inherently bad actually well i think they they made decent stuff before the nano too that was just like such a tone deaf really caricature of what they thought the indian public wanted which i thought was hilarious because they are like the most indian company oh a hundred percent um people in india are actually proud of their goods when they can stretch to buy them and the nana the nano is not a well the new version is called the tata tiago um but here i'm just going to show you their website um because they have a lot of interesting models um i sent you a link because their their website's actually kind of funny because uh while i i I absolutely love the brown (laughs) representation (laughs) here because like obviously it's indian company of course they're brown people but like i I love the representation but um so excited yeah it's a very very exciting cvt 
uh, thing. It's a compressed natural gas automatic is what I she's so that. excited yeah, about. The CNG so if you, the scr- if you scroll down, uh, uh, there's a photo of a lady, her, <laughs> inside of us. She's 100% photoshopped into that car. Like, there's no way that she is that far away from anything. That is a hilariously badly photoshopped also, uh, person why, inside of that why car. Why is her left leg in the passenger because seat? Because she was a little, she, she was sitting on a couch. Oh, okay. All <laughs> right. They put her in this car. I'm not even sure she's on the She knows she's on the website. She showed up for the photo shoot. Like, <laughs> hey, you're going to be uh, representing our new Tiago. Why am I in a studio? Don't, don't worry about it. <laughs> don't, don't, don't worry about also, it because we can't actually fit you in the car. Ryan, this is their official site, and this car is I, shown at – It's not the, – The photo is like Windows 95 wallpaper stretched. <laughs> it's problematic. It's, it's not, not ideal. Great. Is that how the car actually looks? Uh, maybe. It might, I don't be, know. It might be tippy. Um, they have dual-tone paint jobs. I have no idea what, it, what that means. Um, but so in oh a – in God, a, this one is stretched just as yeah, much. Yeah, in addition to the Tiago, they also have the Etros, which is good. That's a slightly larger. The Tigor, mm. which I actually love because that means tiger. Well, it's but it's also it's a brown uh, sedan. Look at the liftover. Yeah, well, so, yeah, the it, liftover is insane, but it's got a deep well trunk like a Ford from the 60s. Oh, okay. um, but it comes in colors. It does. Look. It comes in brown, brownish, brown, blue, you and can, white. You can click the other colors and see what other colors it can come brown, in. Brown, brownish, brown, blue, and white. Uh, actually, that's a great red. That's a brownish red. I like that a lot. Yeah, and then this TV is just bad. <laughs> yep. And then if you scroll down, now you're getting to their SUVs. Ooh, so this is the, it's punch, the punch. Which I love the punch. <laughs> it looks quite good in red. It um, looks like a Citroen is what it looks like, which is a good it's thing. It's good. Yeah. No. So, Ooh. and then the, the, the Nexon, wow. which is, comes with a purple interior. I like that one. Look at the app. Ryan, I want to Very good. about the app. It's got an app for the car. <laughs> I wonder if the interior is color matched <laughs> to the exterior. Oh, it doesn't say. That'd be quite good if it was. They have a zero mile an hour takeoff device. <laughs> wow. So, yeah, they have the Harrier. Well, it's actually kind of cool. Is, uh, even though this is an EV, it's an EV. That Look at the tires on it. Um, Those are very much not off-road tires. Yeah, but look at the sidewall relative to wheel. They are like a 70 series sidewall. Yeah, there's a huge mm-hmm. sidewall for an EV. Yes. Because uh, actually they do market these to people that live out in the sticks. Well, you might need a new Safari then. Yeah, so they have the new Safari, which is their big one. Um, and this is meant to... I love that that gets around the Safari trademark just because yes, they have the new, new Safari. <laughs> but they, it has a, has a lovely uh, sunroof <clears throat> in it that's actually backlit. So Lila from Futurama would love that. Sometimes. Yes, this is a it's this is a company that makes cool stuff that I wish we got here. They probably cannot pass a crash test. A um, country that is full of people in the tech industry, and they let a photo like this on their website, though. It's kind of endearing, but it, also like, I, it, what are you, you doing? You know what it is? <clears throat> uh, full screen the web page. And then it's oh, normal. Oh, it's really bad responsive design. Yep, it's terrible responsive design. Oh, okay. oh God, now we have the window screen. Uh-oh. Um, Uh-oh, where'd you put it? Uh, well, uh, fun, fun fact, that was actually a real photo. Your background? Uh, have you seen the pictures of how they've taken this photo? No. Yeah, that's an actual photo. That's not graphic design. Graphic design. Graphic design. Hey, you clicked the wrong, the wrong, wrong one. Yeah, okay. that one. There we go. Cool. Now... Oh, God, why did you make it? No, no! Oh, God, I thought you were going to close it. No, because I tried the other <laughs> one, and that minimized it, so. All right. Anyway. Now, we're back. So that's just terrible, responsive web design. Yep. Uh, you know, I'm not going to lie. I kind of think these cars are very interesting. So You just like the names and the colors. Uh, well, if you look at the girl in the Tiago, look what's between her legs. That's a manual transmission. Yes, it is. Yes. It's seriously fun. 
That, oh, that's at the website. I tried, to, I tried to open that one and I knew so it didn't. the website didn't. says seriously fun. She's just loving that manual it's, transition. Uh, it's 5,065 oh. lock, which is probably like eight grand or something. Pose is more questionable now. All right, it's fine. But anyway, it's a manual transmission. It's quite good. Um, I'm waiting for their website to load on my computer. It's uh, hmm. Learn more. Build yours. Okay. They're I'm trying to build it, and their auto builder, it's stuck at 98%. There we go. Wow, that base model. Holy shit, that's good. I think I found what you should get. Look at this base standard. Mm. I'm ex- <laughs> so they have perso- so they have addition, persona and variance. What the heck? So so there's just there's only standard edition. You can't get any other special editions. I like the XE with the steel. Oh, I'm I'm liking the Daytona gray. I don't know about the opal white. Flame, right, flame you, red? No, it's going to be Daytona gray. I'm going to do the XTO. I don't know what XTO is. All right, we're not going to build a car. Um, I'm going to build a car, and you're going to have to live with it. <sighs> um, but anyway, um, I don't get why uh, people don't talk about how good Indian cars are, because the thing is, these brands are, like, developed. Oh, yeah. Like, as soon as they decide that they want to come uh, to America... Um, <laughs> This will be a big problem. So, for instance, I just clicked on the, the Tiago XTO. Gas, five-speed, 1.2-liter, seats five. And it's 6,200 lock, which is, again, like, I think that's about 10 grand. Jesus. Yeah. Yeah, even after the ruthless additional cost of, like, federalizing, crash testing, importing all yeah. of this. Like, you're still, still going to be cheap. Yeah, this would absolutely kick the shit out of most Americans. So the Mirage brands. is gone. Why not bring the Tiago? Yeah. And, like, this has, like, um, it, it's got an auto-adjusting rear-view mirror. It has... A manual. A body-colored front bumper. Ooh. has a integrated... I'm sorry, are you reading this off of a feature sheet? <laughs> <laughs> These are literally the Because the last time I heard a body-colored front bumper as a <laughs> well, feature... Was a couple of that years ago. That actually is. So you can get puddle lamps for these. I'm looking at their website. They've got chrome garnishes for the, for the windows, stylized tailgates. You can actually, there's a, a ton of stuff that you can get a la carte on these. Roof rails in two different colors. Uh, uh, the, I just think these are cool as hell. Um, you can get corner protectors for a bumper. So you can get like, you know how like Scion, you could just. Oh, yeah. It is that level of weird shit you can add to your car. It's it is, all dealer installed too. Like it's, always stuff that shit it's to a dealer. super good um i do like the base steelies though those look fantastic oh sick you can actually get a four spoke alloy wheel for oh that interesting yeah is a is an added option like the performance version is a black four spoke alloy wheel i left the configurator but it's all right i you probably should <laughs> but yeah so basically what i'm saying is divinity what does that mean is that like a really excellent no thing? way you could actually directly get a decorative idol of Guru uh, Nanak, which is a, a a Sikh idol from the factory. You can also get a Ganesh idol. That's like directly. having a Jesus on the cross add-on on your Chevy. Yeah. Oh God, people. Oh, Dory, you can also too. get Jesus. Oh. <laughs> so you can get divinity. So. Can you get Muhammad? Um, I'm going down. I. Unfortunately, for very cursed reasons, I believe you actually could not. No, I believe you're not allowed to show um, an image. No, you're not, but I think for very cursed reasons because of Indian politics. Ah, 
Yes. Uh, healthcare. You can get healthcare stuff in the car. <laughs> Ryan, God damn it. We're just running through a configurator in a car that we can't buy here. <laughs> get a humidifier in the car. <laughs> oh, no. The Indian, Indian car options might be my favorite thing in the world. No, no, no. It still will never touch the optional Fiat 500L Lavazza Espresso Maker. God damn it. Mm-hmm. That would be quite good. Mm-hmm. I wonder. Do you think that'd be under comfort or infotainment? <laughs> Amenities for sure. So we'll, accoutrement. So steering. Oh, you can get steering wheel cover, a leather wrap steering wheel, armrest, uh, seat covers, seat covers, seat covers. <clears throat> so oh, neck rests. You can get pillows to add to the neck. <laughs> so I'm feeling comfortable. My skin isn't dry with my humidifier, but I'm really craving an espresso. I think you what, might. What you what might can, be screwed. What can the Tiago do for me? Ryan. You might be screwed here. Uh, well, I, I, to be fair, I haven't seen like a chai dispenser yet. And oh, okay. I you can that's going to come first. You can get LED headlights for these. Okay. In the standard halogen housings, and they're literally just Amazon LEDs. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> this is so good. Your remote locking—that's cool. LED fog lights, wireless this charger. The wireless charger is literally the like. Um, <laughs> The the uh, micro center brands. Inland. <laughs> oh, you can get Blackpunk speakers. Oh, very nice. Wow, this gives me hope though, because in twenty five years, or Rockford, when we all or JBL, you can get all three of those brands. <laughs> yes, They're see, literally just going get, to Crutchfield. You can go to Rockford, JBL, um, Blaupunk, or Crosslink. Those are your speaker options. When you order one of these, they're literally placing an international order to Crutchfield for <laughs> some are. six and a half component speakers and shipping them in. That's exactly what they're doing. That's exactly what these are. And this I'm is incredible. Fine, fine with it. I'm not mad about this at all. This is actually. Oh no! What's the humidifier? God, it's probably from Amazon. <laughs> I love the fact you can get a humidifier in your car. <laughs> Please tell me when you select the humidifier, it deselects the carpet option. <laughs> you get hardwood floors. <laughs> you get that would... something that can't mold as easily. Oh, God. That'd be so bad. <laughs> you get a rubber floor. Jesus. Yeah. <laughs> but what I... So this is the thing. Tata is going really hard into EVs. And so when they come to America, they're going to come to America with an EV. Mm-hmm. And... They're going to probably make something that's aluminum as well because it's lighter to ship to America. Because as long as that it makes sense for Tata. Halfway as good as this thing. I think uh, I could see yeah. you in the 2030s driving a Tata. Sure. I'm okay with that. I don't care who makes it. If it looks like that and it's a wagon and it's not going to rust immediately. Yeah. Fine. And you can get a Ganesh statuette idol and you can get a humidifier and maybe possibly a chai dispenser. <clears throat> also, we should note all those options were available for the cheapest car that they made. That was their absolute base model. I love uh, Indian cars are what Japanese cars were in the eighties right now. Well, again, They're so good. Indian people, it's part of their culture. No matter what you buy, you still want it. You want to be proud of yes. your purchase. No, it's a cultural thing is like, that's like, something it makes sense. You're going to have a nice base model car. No. It, well, that's the thing. It's like, that's, that's something that's like, it, it's kind of like a Southeast Asian, like a South Asian thing. Where like you actually care about the thing you're gonna you don't when you don't like like every appliance actually matters yeah and like I live like that like it's very rare that I buy a thing where I go I just want the thing right like, like well no I did research and it it turns out it's worth spending ten times the base one to get the the good one that yeah lasts. exactly like when I got my phone holder for my phone I oh found out God. the one I wanted was actually the inland 
cheapo (laughs) one at Micro Center because I didn't want a charger. Okay. And I wanted something that would mount to my vent, and I wanted the lightest possible one. Those are my things. And it sure. happened to be that the cheapest one was the lightest Nothing one. Nothing wrong with a list yeah. of things like, that matter I had to my you. weird list of things that mattered when I got my phone holder. <laughs> like, things to that with cars actually matter. And I love that Tata's like, you know what? Everybody gets what they want. You can get anything you want in this car a la carte. Like, it's just, it's a build-to-order sandwich line car. I love that. That's what I want. Cars should, Chipotle model cars should exist. And they exist in India. Why can't I get that here? It's because the American, the American automotive dealer, like their lobbyist group. Oh, they are a hate, problem. They are terrible, and they hate Americans. And this is a perfect example why is I cannot get that wagon, and I cannot get my Tata. I want a Wuling. I want a Wuling or a Tata. I want something weird from like a Wawa, a Tuling. Actually, Wawa is a brand. I damn it, Thailand. And I, no, they don't make cars. I think they make. I think there is actually a moped manufacturer called oh, Wawa. Ah, oh, it's so good. Anyway, I'll, I'll get back to you if I find a motor, uh, motorcycle band named Wawa. Oh, weird thing from India, another thing, before we log out, because it's something I learned from Autocar India. Uh, in, I'm, I'm into it. India, Usually segues like this are good. Indian motorcycles are sold in India. What do you, what do you mean? The Harley Davidson oh, sub-brand Indian. Okay. Ah. Like, <clears throat> in, Indian with, with, with like the little chief on, on the motorcycle. And they're sold... In like identically, exactly okay. same spec, not rebranded in the nation of India. Do they sell well? I don't know, but <clears throat> I'm just feeling like there's probably like somebody that lives in rural India that is not aware of like Native American cultures because like we're not too we're not super aware of like a lot like unless you went to school like I did to like study these things. Uh- People in charge are pretty good at sweeping genocides under the rug. Yeah, well, not only that, but like, I'm pretty sure like you don't know what like Jainism is. Nope. No, that 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 was Mahatma Gandhi's religion. Oh, okay. Yeah. So, but that's the thing is like, there's a lot of things about India that the average American public does not know. There's a lot of things about the America that the average Indian person does not know. Sure. So there's very realistically somebody that lives in India that bought an Indian motorcycle that assumes that American people think they wear headdresses with feathers in their hair. Or they think it's a domestic vehicle. Yeah. <laughs> That's just like a thing. It's like, we That's just, just their logo. Yep. Okay, cool. And we, we just wear feathers in you our know, hair. I just really love the fact that I'm driving an Indian made vehicle. I just to work think, every day in India. I just, I, I think that's just like something that's just like very fascinating to me. It's just like, I'm I'm very curious about if Indian motorcycles like if any of the background behind the name like has got lost in translation. White trucks there. There is a steam car brand called White. No, oh, yeah, but I mean, the White Western Star was like it was white yes. before they merged. Yes, so like because white, white trucks were just it's a so thing. Strange, yeah. It's so many. <clears throat> I I I my new because I know like so much about the Japanese car market like. Learning about Indian and Chinese cars are my favorite things now. There's just so much cool well, stuff. Well, it's because we're just bored now and everything else. There's like, nothing well, good well, in America. That's not necessarily true. In a lot of the cases, yes, it is. But like, we've been there. We've done that. Yeah. Like, I'm excited okay. about the Maverick. We had an episode, several episodes about the Maverick. Yeah. There's not much new coming out in America. But like, shit, there's cool stuff coming out in India. I will tell you all about the cool things that I find in India. And that's what Carpetrash is about. I'm just going to go find a humidifier for my car now. (laughs) All right. Thanks, everybody. We'll see you next week. Bye.